Checking podcast, very base, very rare. With the guests, <laughs> hey, <laughs> very special guests, very special guests today. First ever on the cast. What's really good? We got the community activists. We got base party starter provider DJ yep. Go Gills in the building. Joshua Fisher Lee. Yeah. In the motherfucking building. Yeah. This is big. This is big, bro. This I is the first. Usually it's just me and Greg just talking shit to each other. How would your you boy. describe yourself? How would you set yourself up to be introduced? Not, I think that was just fine. Okay. That was great, actually. Tight. You got all the names. Uh, you got a couple titles in there. So it was very good. Mm-hmm. A, a multi talented Renaissance man. Yeah. Of the town. At a table with other multi-talented sons. <laughs> All around gentlemen. Greetings. Greetings. Hey. This I'm is dope, man. Me, folks. I'm meeting wonton soup in here in case you hear slurps in the background. Slurp. Slurp. Oh. Very, <laughs> very <laughs> fittingly, <laughs> very fittingly, Buddha G is eating a based-ass meal of wonton soup. Eat that wonton soup. Mm-hmm. You gotta slurp it though, for real. Like, slurp. Pretty much how it works. Let that boy cook. Mm-hmm. We sipping on some whiskey. Josh got a San Pellegrino. Turn That's up, right. turn up, turn up. Mm-hmm. But I'm happy that we got my man on though. Um, it's uh, sometimes it gets a sometimes it gets a little lonely when it's just me and Greg, even though that's I tight. Don't I don't that. think so. <laughs> I think you just were looking for something to say there. That's what that was. You're right. You're right. (laughs) But it's tight to have you. It's tight to have you, Josh. Go Gills. Thank you. It's Um, tight to be here with with two of my best homies. Hey. We we talk about music a lot. We end up talking about music a lot on the cast. I feel like it's a a mutual passion amongst all of us. Um, But it's dope because Josh is actually out there doing it right now. If you haven't... If you're in Oakland and you haven't already, definitely go, Pete, first Saturdays at the layover. Mm-hmm. Uh, plug yourself, man. Okay. <laughs> if you haven't already, definitely go, Pete, first Saturdays at the layover. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> it's pretty good. Where me and Joe Quicks, uh, the legendary elder DJ, uh, get down for the Joe Quicks function, function mm-hmm. or the function. Which DJ Gold Gills hosted by Larry Bright. Hey. Yeah, man, it's a sweat box over there. Um, it's changing a lot with who comes through, but every time the homies come through, it's great. Yeah. You just get on stage and 
do whatever. Nice. I could play whatever I want, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't take any requests. Unless it's my folks, or unless you throw like the twenty dollar bill, or hundred, you feel me? Blue hundreds, you know what I'm saying? Set it up, you know, high, and then they might yeah, okay, or hundred blue hundreds, blue blue one. Why is it blue? A blue well, they got one. this stripe. Oh, know, stripe blue, a new blue, <laughs> new blue, true blue, a baby blue one. Mm-hmm. Baby hundred, throw baby, a baby hundred, throw a baby hundred. <laughs> Throw a baby hundred. Throw a baby My hundred. man DJ. That's that's how the that's how the hype shit would be. My man DJ Cole kills. Throw a baby hundred. <laughs> baby blue hundred's on stage. Uh, I went to the last one though, and that was the first yeah. time that I've been in a long while. And it's a yanking ass party though, for real. Like, yeah. my man throws it down. Like it was really dope. And you know, there's comments that I overhear like, this is the best music I've heard in Oakland. Like, hey man, because there's a lot of whack ass shit out there. You know, motherfuckers been going to functions for years at this point, and a lot of the time it'd be just like, man, I wish this DJ would actually play some shit that I want to hear. And it just never happens, and you hear fucking Return of the Mac over and over again like 30 million times. And, <laughs> I do, I do play that one. But I'm not mad at those songs, <laughs> but <laughs> you know you about to hear that shit about a billion times, and you can't just hear like that new slapping ass song or whatever. It's like, yeah, like, like. Everybody knows that the new Future song or whatever is like hella yanking, and you just never hear that song. Jumpman, 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 Jumpman. Nobu, 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 Nobu. But that's what was really dope, though, is because you definitely played, you definitely played Return of the Mac and Poison. But also, it was like very fitting. You like totally just captured that whole party. But it was also very seamlessly then throws in. This new, this new slap then throws in balance, future, man. You just need some balance, cuts. man, because it's it was just felt for so long. You just go to the same fucking party over and over and over again. It was the same ass songs. But we kind of yeah, which is hella true. And then in the last no cast, we kind of started to get into this whole thing right about like, like the gatekeepers of of music or of a scene or parties mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, like it was. Um, I don't know. We just started talking about like how there's like the OGs. That are kind of awesome, like, oh, you ain't really, you ain't really down with this, this real hip hop, or like, mm. this is what you have very narrow definitions of, like, what is real, what is a real art form, or what is an authentic, you know, form of a genre or whatever. And really, we just felt like the conclusion we that we came to on the last one was just like, that's kind of just a big fuck you to the youth, basically. It's just right. totally alienating youth, like, y'all ain't really real. And I don't really understand, like, if I don't really understand what's this new shit that's weird and I don't understand it, then it's not real or some shit. And It's a good-ass point. Right? Mm-hmm. Or, like, what do, what do you think about that, though? I think you're describing hella ageism off mm-hmm. top. Ageism. Hella hidden, veiled-ass microaggression, whatever the fuck you want to call it. There's no such thing as a microaggression. That's just straight Straight, racism. (laughs) Just straight aggression. Just straight aggression. It doesn't micro. How is it micro? Yeah. (laughs) You gonna gonna gauge it on a scale of like micro to macro. Micro. This racism hurts more than this racism. (laughs) This is only just a little bit. (laughs) This is a micro hundred right here. But micro baby racism. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, based on what you just said, you just describing ageism of like, oh, young people these days, young people these days, young people these days. And I don't know, I, I'm not really sure what that comes from, I guess. But just when you get older and you experience all that ageism yourself, and so you take it out on young people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of like healing and uplifting folks. 
So I think that's what right. that sounds like. Yeah. And sometimes I fall victim to that with a lot of the newer technology that you can use to DJ and mm. like auto sync shit like that. And I'm like, that's fucking wait, wait, son. But then I'm like, then sometimes Joe will be like, oh, that's okay, man. I'm like, man, this motherfucker who's who's turntabled the fuck out is like, that's okay to have like auto sync. Uh, kind of, it's interesting. Right, that's right, tight. Right. That's tight to Joe. I feel like that's tight to Joe is, is based like that. He can't, he is in a word based <laughs> and also in a word drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Turn up. Hey, shouts out to, shouts out to Joe Quicks though. That, oh, yeah, that's definitely, dude. man. Almost shout three years out. running with this. Hey, oh, wow. Hey, 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 I mean, that's tight. Opportunity. I mean, it's, shouts see, out. that's, but I think that's what it's really about, right? Is that like, the role, a healthy role of an elder or of the OG is to like put on, to create space for the youth and for new energy and new creativity and all that shit, right? Because he said that to me. I talked to him on the last one. We were uh. talking about and he was just like, oh yeah, see man, I love Josh, man. I love Gold Gills because, you know, he brings that new, he brings that, he's younger, so, you know, he brings that, that new shit and this, right. a new crowd. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, yeah man, but we still like 30. 30. <laughs> <laughs> But I think that's tight, though. But I think that's 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 tight. Yeah. And because we're saying how like a lot of times like the for the OGs to be like, nah, that like that's not really real, or I don't really get that, so it's not true or whatever, is like a fuck you to the youth. And really, the youth just want to get affirmation or validation from the OGs, right? Like that's really what it they want that a lot, you know. And and like even. Even if they're they're not intentionally or something, it's just like I think we all want we all want validation. Like it feels good to get put on by the elders or the big homies or whoever we look up to or respect and whatnot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when you don't and you're just getting kind of like put down or whatever, you just like, oh well, fuck you then. And then mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just gonna be out here on my own. And it's a missed opportunity. I feel like so. Yeah. Anyways, um, tight man. So. Um, you let's see. You got any and you, you got other things that you're working on musically right now, or like that's a good question. Or? Well, just sip. You know, y'all doing this podcast and just you know we're about to go to a show late, right after this. Cold beat. Cold beat. You know what I'm saying? Shouts out to Jack, the enthusiast, the enthusiast, mm-hmm. co-founder, solo founder, most lit email newsletter you will ever experience. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I don't know how you subscribe to that, but subscribe to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, I think this is a time where there's a lot of space for creation and stuff. So I'm I'm looking at, you know, trying to figure out how with with limited time that I have, I could do a- anything musically really, which I think gets run mm-hmm. into a lot for folks that are in their 30s, that have like you know, relationships or work a lot or whatever to find like that inspiration or what, what y'all was talking about chasing the joy right mm-hmm. like chasing that chasing the joy chasing man. the joy has 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 both challenging and important like elements to it um because like I think y'all talked about chasing the joy can also be like addictions and shit like that mm-hmm. um but then also I think when we're doing all when we're doing our creative shit everybody here at this table is, does some creative shit you know what I'm saying then we are uh, we are chasing the joy in that moment too. Yeah. So it's like kind of depends on how you use that or what you what you is your is your joy rooted in some trauma or is your joy like rooted in some joy? 
question mark? Um, and and like how how do you uh, figure out the differences between those two, um, and figure out which one is actually gonna bring you what you actually want to do? So based on that shit, I'm trying to figure out what I can do with my time. I'm looking at another mix. Um, I'm getting inspired by the or young organizers that I work with right now at APAL and nice. the music that they slap. Shouts out. And, and it's kind of, and they're both, and by the way, those two brothers are beating all our ass at fantasy right now. <laughs> <laughs> in the playoffs. Shouts out to the yeah. <laughs> Get it. I'm not even mad. Yeah. And then. Well, I think I'm in third place. <laughs> uh, you might have a ch- No, I, I nah, think they're nah, too I far ahead. Done. I think it's done. <laughs> but in any case, and then also, you know, me and C-Dub are, are looking at putting some things together hey, to, to start to throwing some parties, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That will definitely be involved with both of y'all if it hasn't already. For sure. And then there's always a... Uh, Lady Fancy Nails and myself, mm-hmm. you know, we, it's been oh, a year since coat? we did an event, but with the base coat work. But I think I might try to put together another base coat mix soon, or like a, some other type of mix. Tight, Man. tight, yeah. and and talk about that. That's a collaboration with the homie Ido Lady Fancy Nails Nail Art, very yeah. talented nail artist, very bass, very talented, very rare nail artist. <laughs> that's that's it. That's and it, man. People, the Instagram, she got like. She has the, the, the K letter in her followers because she got thousands. Uh, oh, racks. Hey oh. Hey yeah, man. K K's it stands for a thousand. <laughs> got it. Somehow. How does it how does it stand for a thousand? Whatever. Anyways. Kilo? She, I don't know. Yeah? I don't know. Okay. That's something to look up for the Google next it. episode. But um yeah, she, she you know, she just aesthetically has something for Nails that's that's really turns this little tiny piece. I'm pointing at a nail. You can't see it because we're on a podcast. <laughs> but I'm pointing at my own nail right now with my other nail, and it's like it's real small. Mm-hmm. But then she could turn that into like a whole canvas. Um, and she's all about you know uh, making sure that there's female empowerment in what she does. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I we came together to to have like a music and like nail art type of situation or music and fashion or uh, you know what I'm saying like complement each other uh, and every now and then we put a few events together where called the base coat mm-hmm. uh, events where you, you could get your nails did and you could listen to slaps yes. so it's open to pretty much everybody uh, I know Jackson also got his nail nail one nail done yes he did last time. that's not Jack so it really is you know open to whoever and then we actually turned Combine that one, we worked with Flavorhood. That's right. Shouts out to Flavorhood. Shouts out to all the shouts flavor out. and all the hood and all the Flavorhood. And ben, Jay, Ruth. Yep. And was was able to to have nail artists inspire visual artists and vice versa. Right. Um, and have a bunch of different nail artist vendors. And it was lit. It was really tight. And I guess that was also... took a lot of work because we didn't do it again. Right. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah. But we had a yeah, it was really it was profitable. Everybody had fun. We had Red Bay coffee over there. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at hopefully very... we can do something like that. Uh, actually, around May or June, um, with some of that me and C Dub's cooking up. So look, that that might be in the works. A Word. very very collaborative event. Fully. A lot of different art genres, I guess you might say, or angles that you're approaching, getting people together. And communing with one another, spreading ideas. 
DJ Khaled might might call it a vibe. <laughs> Creating a vibe, it's a vibe. <laughs> Major key. Major key. Yeah. Major key. No, that shit, was, man. that shit was dope. That the last one bring a lot of different communities together. It too, did. Yeah. It did. It was a hub. It was like a very creative space that brought a lot of different folks together and but very collaborative. Very creative. It was lit as fuck, man. It was mm-hmm. hella fun. I did coffee out there. Um, mm-hmm. Thank y'all for the invite on that. Um, that shit was yanking. Chasing hey. the joy at that, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. No, the joy was definitely found. Oh, found. <laughs> at base cover. Found. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's also someone, an outside person in New York, when we did an event out there, described it as, oh, so you telling me you could come to this party and you'll leave more fly than you did when you arrived? Because usually it's pretty much the other way around. You yeah, leave man, the shit real, tore the fuck out or whatever. Tore out. But you could actually come through and get swagged out and then kick it. And then, you know, you had, it's kind of vulnerable when you do something, I think, where you uh, are, in, are doing something with your looks. Mm-hmm. But this is like a safe way that I think you also get some expression out of it. Uh, and then, and then I think you know, a lot of times if you ever got a, like a tattoo or you ever got like did some kind of shit that's like a visual, got a new piercing or some shit that is visible, it's not like on your something else or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you go out, you kind of feel like you want to show people and show yourself. I think it kind of feels like that maybe. Yeah. yeah. But you get to show yourself immediately and get and people get juice off of what your well, finger feel, looks like. Yeah, I feel like. Um a lot of the times when folks go out and when we go out on the club or a bar or a party or some shit like that, it, a lot of times it can be just like, I don't know, a lot of defense mechanisms up and a lot of just like, kind of how it's always, how it always is set up, you know, like you're popping a hell of females and the females are dancing in the circle. It's just like, everybody's got their kind of like stereotypical defense mechanisms up and people, and it's like an energy of like, not dopeness but in a space like this where it's like all about collaboration and like expression and um and kind of i mean you kind of got to get to know somebody if you're sitting there getting your nail done yeah, by somebody else in conversation uh-huh. you know you're, you're like it's not standoffish necessarily with the djs and people with the art on the wall want to talk about it with whoever created it i mean the fashion folks coming there with their clothes and stuff too so it's all about like talking actually talking with each other and creating space where dialogue can happen so I think that's dope too. That's a good point. I didn't really think about that. Like when you sit down and have that have that nail session, it is pretty intimate. You're basically holding hands with a stranger. Mm-hmm. So you know you got to meet at least one yeah. stranger. We back. Sorry about that. A little audio hiccup. Technical difficulties. But we back again. Shouts out we to good. Deep Perk. Shouts out to Deep Perk, Brockley City. <laughs> Brockley City. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Perk, we was right in the middle of <laughs> recording the cast, and I forgot to put my shit on airplane mode because we're going straight into my phone right now. Hey, That's man. how we do this. Yes. With a split cord phone j- headphone jack cable. Radio Shack right down the street. <laughs> $12, and you got a podcast. Bam. But... D. Perk, I'm going to call you back. <laughs> <laughs> this is also kind of like a voicemail pack. <laughs> but anyways, man, yeah, so that was tight. So we're just uh, getting back to how what's dope is when you can create spaces, I think, that kind of break down some of these traditional setups of how a party is or how, mm-hmm. like, but because it's a really manufactured space a lot of times, right? The, like regular party kind it's of scene. Redundant, man. It's yeah. redundant. I mean, it's kind of just like it's a bar with, like, music and alcohol, and mm-hmm. you're just supposed to, like, 
go there, pay hella money, and that is what a social setting is or something. Mm -hmm. And it's like really just kind of manufactured, very forced, very like, very just anti-based in a lot of ways. It's just right. like not not really conducive to real conversations or connections or whatever. And mm -hmm. so, I mean, I think that it's dope to see the homies like Flavorhood, like Wine and Bowties, like Base Coat, you know, like come together and collaborate and create these spaces that um, try to do something different. Right. And, and fosters real connection with people. Well, I mean, it's also trying to, it's, it seems to me in a space like that, well, two things. One is that barbershops and nail shops and places like that have always been places where folks yeah. get together, usually baseball and gender, like, or whatever, and like commune and talk about in salons. Right. Uh, where people talk about their problems, like a kind of quasi therapeutic space of just sharing and, and, and talking and letting yourself out that way. And then also, I feel like in a space like um, that is collaborative, like the base code events and flavorhoods and all that stuff. Um, it's kind of it's trying to like do something to, to kind of attack maybe in a, in a subtle way or maybe a really clear way uh, like the patriarchy and like sexism and shit that exists because I mean it's like doing your nails is typically a very female thing and it, it's and DJing tends to be like this real male world and, and and parties are always kind of seen as this kind of like it's almost like a fucking mating ritual out here um, but no. this is very much a, like a, a space where we're trying to actually be with one another on kind of an equal footing, at least in my head. And maybe I'm just turning into that, but it feels like that sometimes. So I got lots of love for that kind of creation. Trying to break things down in the typical nightlife arena, you know what I'm saying? And isn't that kind of part of, we've talked about it before, but how even the youth or some of like new artists and things are even just kind of complicating a lot of what oh, we yeah, think of different sure. like gender roles and things like we talked about like you know cats is wearing you got like NBA like athletes professional athletes wearing skirts and blouses yeah, and shit now and like which <clears throat> whatever is dumb <laughs> that shit is dumb <laughs> or like you know or even like you know like men getting their nails done and right, shit like right, that right, right, and right. so like for you know for for the homegirl Ida like as like a nail artist it's it's even kind of like in what could be looked at as a very female arena mm -hmm. to complicate that with the homie Jackson getting his nails done at the function right. is is clean to me I feel like well yeah I mean like stuff what like, a time to be like alive nail paint and stuff <laughs> like it's always seen as kind of this fringe thing if males do it or something or like punk rock like it's like this own underground little thing to be rebel it's like shit like that is like approaching mainstream status now where it's just like everybody can be seen kind of doing that and complicating things on a on a wide scale a little bit just do you just man do like you, i just man. feel like just just be based be and do you right like me, who, who oh fuck with me i'm positive <laughs> like who always been on that mm -hmm. brandon from fucking B-Town. You know who been down with that. The bass guy. Brandon. Brandon from, from the waterfront. Who just might show up at your local hoop court and play a pickup game. Apparently, uh, Amon was playing the versus bass guy. Shut up. See that pass on the information. Shut up. No. Really? They played in a pickup game? Yeah, apparently his game is kind of like, um, not exactly like... <laughs> High skill level, but <laughs> like a lot of heart Surprising. stuff, which it, which kind of goes. I wouldn't say. I mean, that well matches the music because yeah. music. I feel yeah. like it's a lot of skill. Okay, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of skill in that. Well, his music, a lot is, of courageousness. 
That's for damn sure. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, his music runs the the whole spectrum of. It's fucking art in motion. <laughs> it's art happening all the time. Freestyle all the time. Bass freestyle. I mean. Yeah, bass freestyle. Stuff. He created his own world. Yeah. Bass the world. Yeah, I mean, real talk. Levels, I mean, I love this dude. Like, I'm such a follower, but like, I I can admit, I mean, he has god awful verses, and then he has, <laughs> and then he has genius bars, you know. So right, right, hey, right. And we all have those moments. I mean, so I mean, and even kind of hard to decipher because it's kind of just like a like a vibe. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, it's like a vibe, man. It's kind of like you either get into it or you're just like, mm, I don't know if I can deal with this right now. I feel like that's typically the way it's been interpreted. So, Gold Gills, man, like, talk a little bit about just DJing and what you enjoy about that and, and just some of that. Oh. Why you do what you do. Oh. Oh. It's a good-ass question. Well, listeners of this podcast should know that I learned most of how to do what I do from Mr. Cheddar hey. in person. Himself. Hey, <laughs> I'm retired now though, and and my man's you kept it up and that. is is going with it, and going in. So retired, love man. it. Retired is a funny it has the word tired in it. Mm. But you ain't really relaxed, tired. maybe, or or relaxed. just gone relaxed. into you relaxed on it, or moved moved to talking shit on a podcast. All right. Well, what I like about it. I read this one. I, I do follow this uh, one Instagram called Angry DJ Life uh, <laughs> that talks a, a lot about the ageism shit out, or like the technology shit that I was talking about earlier. But anyways, when I followed it, it's, it, there's this one business card that says a DJ has excellent timing and also has uh, is able to like read a crowd and shit and provide like a type of feeling or mood. And it, of course, you're speaking through someone else when you do that. But the way that you you sort of bring all these people, all these different vibes together, is what I like about it. You know what I'm saying? As as I actually get to reference a lot of different artists' feelings and vibes and and plug them in at the right times, like fucking Pokemon. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got I choose you, <laughs> fucking Mac Dre. Of course. Of course, my man <laughs> threw a Pokemon reference into the shit. Yeah. I choose you, fucking yuck mouth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I choose. I choose. Which, which kind of sounds like a Pokemon yuck mouth. But anyways, the uh, and I think that's great. Just to be able to like use what we like about music and share it. Uh, and then also, I also just really like blending songs together. Like, oh shit, I can hear the next song coming, but the other song is still playing. Uh, and as a mixed heritage person myself, ah. probably a little something to do with that, you know what I'm saying? Right. Ooh, deep, deep. Putting deep, worlds deep. together uh-huh. that might not necessarily be expected. That's true. But at the same time, maybe people of color shouldn't mess with white people. But <laughs> <laughs> maybe, possibly. Maybe. That shouldn't happen. That shouldn't happen. But if you want to mix, <laughs> that's why I didn't never really like the mashup era because it was just too. Mm, it was just too just close. Mashing it up. Yeah, it was just too close when you got Madonna and Fifty going together. So mm, that's no, just, just that just reminds me of my parents. That's just throwing <laughs> arbitrary shit on the uh, wall uh, and expecting it to be something, you know, other yeah. than smush. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I personally like to actually have like a lot of little mini sets. They go all the West Coast and they go a little East Coast. You know what I'm saying? 
with all the bay and then go certain sounds that sound similar and then every now and then you throw in something that you didn't expect mm-hmm. uh, and that's 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 the gold moment nah that's super dope man and and if you are listening to this uh gold gills is amazing at doing this and like for all the DJ shit I listen to, you give some great vibes out, man. I feel like whenever I'm listening to your shit, I just feel like, damn, I'm in the zone right now. And you, you take me to whatever zone you're in, mm. really well, really efficiently, oh, effectively, out, man. man. And uh, you got a SoundCloud, right? Yeah, oh yeah, I do. SoundCloud, I, I do. is it? It's now it's still Creel Fish. Krill it's still Fish. the OG name, mm-hmm. C R E E L F I S H. And uh, y'all should definitely peep that because it just slaps, man. Yeah, I got a lot of nice mixes on there. I still, mm-hmm. every now and then, I still re listen to it like this. I, not even on some jock shit, but just like remembering mm. remembering how it felt and just liking the compilation of it all. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. Definitely right peep the SoundCloud. Shit. My man's goes in. Uh, but I feel you though. I mean, it's definitely, that's the DJ shit is you're using other people's art to kind of convey, I feel like, how you feel, but then also control a, a crowd's vibe, too, or provide a vibe, like, for yeah. a crowd, right? Yes. But but it's like <clears throat> this back and forth or this tension around, like, you are trying to create a vibe, but also read the crowd's vibe, too. Yeah, and so it's, it's like, like they might not be feeling this, and so then you go in a different direction. And it's wild. But that's mm. that's where I feel like... Your mixes are so dope too, because that's that's more. I used to always love that. There, I get weird about like the parties sometimes. I'm like, oh, I gotta have the hottest shit, or I gotta you know play this slapper now, or like every you know kind of reading the reading the crowd was not always easy for me, you know. Mm-hmm. But but that's where it's you would get free with like the the mixes, right, or the mixtapes mm-hmm. or whatever, because it's like you could just play whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, man, I definitely feel that like with. With your shit, it's like the the mixes are on point, but really, but the parties are yanking too, though. So I mean, it's the whole package over here. <laughs> Go Gills, fucks with fucks with him, and it's a clean ass name, Gold Gills. Yeah. Like, oh, thanks. DJ Gold Gold Gills, Gills. live from the fishbowl. Mm. <laughs> Breathe out your neck, son. <laughs> mm. Water world, world, hella wet out here. Oh, you better Slash Brothers. Oh, oh, it always comes back. Hey. Oh man, I don't know when we're about oh, to release these episodes. It's the we went so hard on the dubs. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, There's levels to this levels. shit. There's levels, levels and layers. <laughs> some, some would say it's to the level. To the level. Oh. <laughs> Shit. Which is the Buddha G E P that you gotta get on Bandcamp. Mm. Thank you. Bandcamp. Oh, we just we just stay shouting each other out. Yeah, why not? Shit, man. Why not? Why not? We should all shout each other out a lot more often. I think that's kind of one of the goals. A little okay. Bit. A little bit one of the goals. I'd like to think we do we we do a lot of that. I, 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 think, I think I'm we, saying I'm saying like on a wider community, like right, everybody right. in general, like let, let's shout each other out rather than talk mad shit about each other mm. all the time. You know what I'm saying? Word. Oh. General, we're coming up on that time, but um, yeah. lastly, I also just wanted to say that um, Josh is also very much involved in the community and does a lot of work through his day job and whatnot, and who he is. And I wanted to know if you want to talk a little bit about the the work you do with the youth and things to oh, this cheddar checking audience of. Our three homies. <laughs> hey, shouts out to y'all, dog. Shouts out Much to love. y'all. Well, a lot of our friends, a lot of our community, we work, somehow we all work with young people. 
and I happen to be working for an organization called APAL right now, uh, Asian Youth Promoting Advocacy and Leadership, but we now we dropped the acronym and it's just a Building API Community Power, hmm. and the main thing that we're focused on is organizing young people to do anti-gentrification campaign mm -hmm. work. And other shit, a lot of other shit. Mm -hmm. Namely, mainly through like ethnic studies types of programming and workshops that are youth led. But, you know, young folks are the ones that are gonna be living this new Oakland that is forming right now, if, if they are here still. Mm -hmm. And I actually feel like uh, it's, uh, nobody is really asking young people about this shit. Right. In general, nobody's really asking young people about shit at all. Mm -hmm. But in particular, you know, how they're viewing stuff. So we want to provide that space. Currently, we're working with a, with the a union, hotel workers union, to do an action at a, a empty lot in Chinatown, a few blocks from our, our workspace, uh, that is slated to become a Hampton Inn oh, wow. by a developer that is a, that has a bad, you know, it's a fucking developer. It has a bad, <laughs> it has bad developer bad. It, 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 um, they, they have a track record of labor disputes and non-unionized hotels. Because they're a fucking developer. Because they're a fucking developer. <laughs> Developers can be used in so many ways. But uh, anyways, we, we're, we're working with this hotel union. We're going to have action at that site. And just bring up the question, like, how else could this space be used besides a hotel for people that don't live here, that has women of color working inside it at non-union rates? Right. Uh, you know, questions like that. And I think actually what we're finding, that I'll wrap up with this, is that the youth really like hearing and learning about adult shit and about mm. and their elders, and then the elders really like learning about the youth shit, and it kind of goes against what you what you generally think would happen. And intergenerational is certainly a big aspect of, of what we're trying to do, which is a, a new part, I think, to our work. Man, that's all beautiful. That's beautiful, and because all these generations live in this place, and, oh, what a weird idea. Ask people who live somewhere what they want to have in where they live, instead of just somebody with hella money is like, I'm going to do this here and fuck what everybody who lives here thinks, and really I'd rather just them be gone. So we'll just boot all these folks out of here. Weird. What a weird idea. Oftentimes, people live intergenerationally in the same house. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't communicate in the same house intergenerationally. So that's, that's a good thing. That's yeah. dope, man. To, to put people together like that. It, is, it seems to be easier for folks to learn from other people's parents in their own sometimes. And we don't want to become like in a situation where you become like, place for someone to run away from their family and their issues mm -hmm. we know that that happens yeah uh, but I think ultimately we gotta kind of kind of push towards more families being together and unified and shit but that's fucking huge though yeah that man. takes a lot I mean, we, we gotta can barely do that within our own families yeah but anyways that's Very dope real. though mm -hmm. thank you for the work yep. that you're doing there thank y'all and you just um, laid down the groundwork for a whole nother podcast mm -hmm. you know what I mean? That's what always happens. It always just snowballs into like, oh, we could do a whole cast about that. Mm -hmm. Cast. Future episodes. Cast motivated. Uh, but Snowball. Snowball. I also, I mean, I think that it's dope too how people are, I'm, I'm always inspired by how like multifaceted people are. And so I think it's dope how 
you know, that's that's your day job and things and, and a lot of your politics and what you believe in and then you also have this whole other persona, DJ Go Gills. It's like youth organizer by day, ratch DJ by night. <laughs> <laughs> and how they each inform each and other. And that's okay. And inform other things. Too. That's okay. Shit. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's okay. And also, I mean, sometimes I think it's like that artists... More than okay, man. That should be the way. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, I think it's a good thing. But sometimes people, like, are sad about the fact or lament that, like, oh, I can't just be an artist. Like, I can't uh, afford to just be an artist and do my art all the time. I got to, like, have a job or I got to do this and it is shit. Or, it yeah, is and it is difficult. <laughs> but I also think that it's, like, there's a, a silver lining is that people are multifaceted and they can pursue a lot of different parts of themselves and I think it forces you to kind of do that when you got to work a job you got to while we live under capitalism and well, you got to and I feel yourself. like and it comes, comes full circle with the with the parties and the functions that are so collaborative because it becomes an easier thing to do when everybody's doing it together and everybody's doing it at the same time and can support each other while they do it where it doesn't feel like it's so much in isolation I gotta do this job for a million hours and I gotta just do whatever I can with this strength to do this relationship and not to mention I'm also an artist and not to mention I'm also like a brother and a son and a daughter and all these things, you know, it's like, there's a lot going on so if everybody's doing shit together and supportive and fucking, you know, in that collaborative spirit based in positive it becomes easier. Right, we can be all these things. You know, That's what's up. Well, I think that we're coming up on that time. Gonna call it a call it a day. But yeah, uh, said he's about to be over there in twelve minutes. That's oh, what's up. Oh, we shit. got a show to go to. We about to hit that cold my beat. My bad, Joe. We about to hit this cold beat. Shall see. Where, where's this shit at? Jackson on the drum machine in a punk band on the drum machine though. Oh, yeah, that's right. Swag, swag, okay, swag. For show gonna be the only people of color. Hey, <laughs> and we're gonna be standing amongst hella white people just standing and looking. Just standing. We're gonna be fucking going in. <laughs> going in, boy. <laughs> Jackson. Oh, man. Jackson's like my favorite white dude. Clearly, <laughs> he's out. the only one on this thread we got. <laughs> Four of us in here. But uh, much love. Much love, Josh. DJ Gold Gills. Peep the SoundCloud. Much Peep uh, first Saturdays at the layover if you're in the town. Mm-hmm. Shouts out to Lady Fancy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Shouts out to all the homies. Shouts out to all of y'all. If anybody has made it this far and is even listening, thank you. Mm-hmm. We love y'all. We out. You're a winner. Peace. You're a winner. Yeah. High fives all around. Go ahead. Put your bad self. <laughs> <laughs>